0: Welcome to another Wednesday. You're here with Kyara, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and chatting with a new amazing guest. And you get to listen, because on Wednesdays, we do podcasts. Well, it's another Wednesday, and you're here with Kyara, and I'd like to introduce you to my friend Marissa from House of Bambi. Marissa, how are you feeling
1: about podcasting with me on a Wednesday? Hey, girl, how are you doing? I'm actually a bit... It's a bit weird. It, it is like, weird, isn't you it? You know, like, when you, you know, like, you go and film like a snapchat or like an insta story or something and you've just been like you know sitting in your own space with nobody watching you just talking to yourself like that's how i feel right now like it's weird see
0: <laughs> i feel like it's the total opposite of doing that because so many people listen it's like oh kyra i just feel like we're on the phone chatting and that's yeah. what this is supposed to be it's yeah. just two girls having a chat it is its it's just like our weekends, really. It is just like our weekends. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. for everybody that doesn't know you, yes. tell
1: everyone who's listening, who are you? What makes you tick? Um, well, you should know me. No, you don't have to. Uh, well, my name's Marissa. I'm 26. Um, I'm a mum. I've got a little boy, Riley. He's four years old. Uh, he's my life, literally. Uh, <laughs> like it or not? You're like, from sun up to sundown, he's my life. Um, what makes me tick? I mean, yeah, he's pretty much like my little best friend. Like, that is my... Like I said, like, that's my life. Um, you know, we're so close. He's my little best friend. Um, you know, I like, I run my own business. have my online shop. Um, you know, I love doing everything to, like, around that kind of area. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of, yeah, my kind of little um, outlets. That's what makes me tick, you know. Like, they're my two main things that I evolve around, so I guess. your business and your kid. Yes, pretty much. What came first?
0: <sighs>
1: Unfortunately, the
0: kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that you're, like, so honest about that. It's like... Because it's hard. Yeah. It's so hard. H- hence why I don't
1: got one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're smart. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, it happened. It, ha- it happened and we're here now and, yeah, would not change a thing. You wouldn't? No. Nah. <laughs> 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 you wouldn't change having him. I wouldn't. Maybe have, some timing, would Yeah, it? yeah, some timing, different circumstance. But, no, it's, um, you know, you got to take it for what it is, don't you? So doing the maths, you were pregnant yes. at, what, 19? I would have... Pre- no, 20. 20. I'd been 20, given birth by 21. So I was a young mum, just, here's a baby... Sort your shit out. Here's a new life, sort your shit out pretty much, so here here we are. (laughs) Not having sorted their
0: shit out. Yes. (laughs) No, look, I got you on here because I know that you've – always supported me and Mariam initially yep. um, in our podcasting venture and so grateful for that and mm-hmm. I know that you mentioned uh, originally you're like I really appreciate the fact that Mariam's talking about mental health issues absolutely and I know that you've battled with some of them before so yes. I wanted to get you on here so that people know that it's okay to talk about these things so what is it that you've dealt with and for how long and, and fill us in
1: well, without ranting without ran- that's going to be hard no um yeah like I've been such a big supporter of your show, not just because it's you're my friend and I want to support you, but I genuinely like listening to real women talk about real issues. You know, it's none of it sugar coated. It's you know, like Mar- you said, Mariam's kind of talked about those issues before. Like that's quite raw what she's kind of talked about before and expressed. And and I don't think people talk about it enough to make it. You know, it doesn't make it easy for those people that need. To speak up and need to, to to say something, to say it, you know, because it's almost a bit taboo. It's oh, and, and mental health is just so thrown around to be this or that, or you're just looking for attention or blah 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 blah. Um, I think it's it was just good to hear Mariam, you know, put her her story out there, and you know, people can take what they want from that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess. Um, Marissa and I are going to deep dive into this. So if anything that we talk about triggers you, um, feel free. Uh, the number I've got here is for Beyond Blue, one 300 46 4636 Call a friend, you know, have a chat. Or the cool thing about podcasts is you don't have to listen. So if you think that this is something that you don't want to hear, feel free to piss off. If you're sick
1: of listening to our voices, I would not be surprised if you just... Press that pause button. <laughs> um, I also have a number, another number here. Uh, it's a suicide callback service. That's one 467 That's a twenty four hour uh, hotline, and they the um, Beyond Blue one's also twenty four seven and triple zero and triple zero is just you know when push comes to shove. Yeah, that's it. Beautiful. So,
0: um, when did all of this start? Because like I know my toughest point in my life was probably year. 12. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can never say that I've genuinely felt depression. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it feels like. I'm guessing it's different for everyone. So fill
1: us in on what your experience was. So my personal experience, honestly, I popped out of the womb and I was just an anxious bloody wreck. (laughs) That's just been uh, me. It's almost kind of been my personality almost. Um, It's for as long as I can remember, I've just been an anxious girl, you know, so self-conscious, so worried about what people think and what how people perceive me and am I doing this or do I look okay doing this and that's just been my life for a very long time. So I, you know, just was I hated school, hated it. It just was not for me. I got so anxious and depressed I actually had to be homeschooled. I find that so interesting. I um, just want to go it back is. to that.
0: How... Is your upbringing? Because mm-hmm. obviously, like the way that you look, the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. You said that you came out of the womb like that. I mean, you don't just pop out of the womb with anxiety. It Absolutely. has to be something that's fested from somewhere. Definitely. I mean, I'm no fucking psychologist. That no, to but me, Dr. Kiara.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, where did that come from? Do you come from like a line of anxious women? I do and don't. Like my f- my family does have mental health issues in some kind of way. In you know auntie, uncle or, you know, like it's, yes. it's, it's there, it's yeah. there. Um, You've got and a predisposition to absolutely. it. Absolutely. But, you know, like I come from a loving family, you know, we weren't well off but we weren't, we never went without, you know, like we were, y- you wouldn't think that my upbringing would have kind of an impact on this. So I think for me it's more so been just an uh, inheritance of that depression gene. Lucky me. <laughs>
0: Maybe she's born with it. Maybe. Maybe it's just a gene. Oh, my God, I, <laughs> I should coin that. Stop it. Stop. So, anyway, back yeah. to it. You had a pretty shitty time at school. Well, yeah. What was your friendship circle like? Tell us about that. Obviously, being homeschooled, got no friends. Yeah, had- yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's still just a it, jump got no friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what am I fucking... Yeah. Um, yeah, so primary school, I mean... You know, like, we, we live in a small country town. There's not heaps of kids. I mean, it's very clicky. So you grew up here? I grew up here. I grew up in Redmark. Um, You know, my primary school was kind of like, I don't know, like you hung out with friends, but it's they're not kind of the people that you would still catch up on the weekends. It's just school friends. And I was almost too anxious to to get to know new people or, or you know, bring myself over to a group and say, can I play? You know, and this is, I mean, this is start of school, you know, reception to to year seven I just have never been like that so it was hard like I felt like I definitely didn't have a solid group of friends to kind of make that to experience, fall back on yeah. to fall back on and to make that schooling experience enjoyable were you good at school were you academic I made myself sick trying to be so good oh. like I was a straight AE student for a bit there but I think I just pressured myself to do well, you know, like the anxiety to try and to do so well. I I don't think that's anxiety, though. Like, I genuinely don't think that's anxiety. I think that's genuine pressure. It is pressure from society, parents, you know, whatever. But at the same time, you know, when we'd go and do, you know, the NAPLAN test or whatever they call it these days. Did we have that? Oh, we had something. We had something. something. Yeah, we got like band six, band five or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. And, like, I remember... You know, we'd all go, we'd all get our results back and we'd open up the test and, and you'd get your, your results. You yep. And everyone would be like, look, I got this, look, I got this. And I just remember being like, oh, my God, I cannot be the person to to have a lower score. Like, that's so embarrassing. So I think I always just, like, I was good, but I tried too hard to be good. I just wish that, like... You weren't naturally. Naturally, just off the top of my head, yep, I can do maths. Like, yeah. you know, bam, bam, bam. Just couldn't do it, still can't. Just so changes that I'm just naturally like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> but seriously, I didn't struggle at school. No. And I didn't struggle to make friends. And I fa- love that. And I love hearing people like, yes, I love school. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. And if that's they what they wish you want I for your that. child, isn't it? I, I, you only want the best. You only want them to, to be happy and to experience things Positively. Positively, yeah, Mm. definitely.
0: Yeah. So I think it's like, and this is me jumping to a part of your life that, you know, I think it's hilarious that somebody that's anxious and Mm -hmm. constantly concerned about what
1: everybody thinks gets into modelling. (laughs) It's something I wrote down in my notes here too. And I think that was, you know, like I've always been, like I love fashion, you know, like I had that build when I was younger, you know, like I was teeny tiny, lanky you know. Gangly. Gangly, yeah. Um, I mean like now, an Iggy. Yeah. Everybody look that up on Instagram. Yeah. That's my I compared to Yeah, me. stop tagging me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a doc. Okay, continue. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a doc. Neither is my son. <laughs> um, so yeah, and, and I kind of thought, okay, well, you know, nothing else really interests me. Like I don't really have that, you know, people want to be a doctor or people want to be something specific where you can easily kind of work your way Towards that Towards it uh, through education and what. Whereas I was like, no, modelling is sound, like it sounds awesome. It's creative. Like I'm a creative person. Um, you know, like I was, like photography was like a base in my year 12. Um, what's it called? Thang. Studies. Yeah, thing. And um, I was like, yeah, this seems awesome. And I, I did a course and my confidence grew and grew and grew. And it was probably like one of the best things I've ever done for myself was to put myself out there in such a, a way where you you can't really just take yourself out. You know, if you, you go on to set and you can't just say, I've had enough oh, I, I'm, I'm a bit nervous. Oh, I need to go home. You can't do that. You've got to push through. And, you know, pushing through those kind of situations just gives you so much more confidence within yourself to do it again. And then next time you do it better and next time you do it again. And, you know, you just grow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So how old were you when
1: were you like – Diagnosed? Yep, 16. And what were you diagnosed with? Uh, it was, I don't know, I think it's something, uh, anxiety depressive disorder, I think is what they, it was along those lines. Something like Someone's that. Someone's gonna be like, she's got no idea. <laughs> but it was so long ago, that was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. And you know, I look back and I was like, oh my god, I was so young and I was so naive. Like, why would I give a shit about this that I worried about? Or, I
0: remember hearing this line, like, I wish I was as fat as the first time I thought I was fat.
1: <laughs>
0: Every day.
1: But don't you wish you Every- were as
0: stressed as you were as the first
1: time you felt stressed, like nothing in yes, your life? Yes, no, then- it wasn't bad. God, I didn't have bills to pay. I didn't have. God, a, I didn't have a kid. I didn't have a kid, like, yeah, so I was 16, just super, super young, and, yeah, I pretty much said, you know, like after just feeling that feeling of, something's not normal what, this what was it was it dread was it fear was it it was I would just cry I would cry and I would cry and I would cry and I didn't know what the hell I was crying about because I had a loving family I know they would do anything for me you know if I wanted to pursue something I know they would be behind me um there was nothing that was you could put your finger on. No, no. And it was just that Did that make it worse that you had nothing to blame it was the feelings for? Frustrating. It was so frustrating. You know, like you can't Yeah, you just could not put your finger on it. And you know, I'd get so upset and you know, like it got to a point where I was like, normal people aren't doing this. Like, surely if this is what life is about, why are people still here? Like this is not okay. The way I'm supposed to feel. No, not the way I'm supposed to feel and I'm just saying, Mum, take me to a doctor because I am sick of it. I need to get out of it. Let's just, let's, let's take the steps to kind of control this. Um, went to a doctor, um, the best thing I have ever done in my life. The best thing, because it's just help and guidance and they they give you a lot of information and a lot more better understanding of how you are. You know, you, can only see what you see looking through your eyes, whereas, like, a doctor has so much more knowledge and can tell you this is what you're feeling or yada, yada,
0: yada. It was so funny because Tess and I um, were talking last week about going to a doctor and coming up with, like, a physical reason Mm -hmm. to why we feel some way. Mm -hmm. And I guess I never associated a doctor with coming up with, like, a a mental reason Mm -hmm. or a chemical reason why you might feel that way.
1: Mm -hmm. So what did the doctor do for you? Um, He put me on medication. Um, That was my choice. He did ask me, would you like to try this? He highly recommended it. Um, I think the the doctor that I did see to start off with, his son had actually, he'd lost through... uh, Suicide? Pretty much suicide, yeah. And um, he just said, like, look... I've seen how this happens, I see the worst and, you know, like I, he, he was passionate about it. You know, like it makes such a difference when you see a doctor who, who gives a shit about what's... That listens. That listens and, and can kind of put something in place to help you. Um, so, yeah, I did start off with just a low dose of medication and then that you know did give me that mental stability to kind of go okay yep i'm getting out of bed this morning yep i'm going to go do something positive today yep moving forward chin up get up dust yourself off kind of thing that's did you see
0: any other mental health professionals psychologists counselors anything like that or did it just start with the medication and started going
1: out of- so they put you on medication me, me on medication just straight up and then i went on to a mental health plan which i think Don't quote me on this, but I think you can get a mental health plan for free through your GP. Um, I think you get six sessions a year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that this has been a while since I have been and done that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, um, yeah, so you got six free sessions with, you know, a psychologist or psychiatrist, whoever they kind of had in the area. You know, everyone's got different resources wherever they they are um so yeah I started with that and and yeah I've just and you know even I've I have relapsed a few times thinking that I'm so good don't need to do this anymore gone back to square one then done it again you know so isn't it funny that you know it's like alcoholism or something like that. Like, you genuinely relapse. You relapse, yeah. You know, like, I think because sometimes you just try so hard and so hard and and you don't get anywhere. It's like with anything, you know. Like, um, you can only do so much sometimes until you do break down. So... You know, it's it's
0: what, hard. What's some times in your life that you've found triggered you to be, like, the not best person
1: that you can? Uh, let me think. Let me think, let me think. I mean, you know, there was a t- period of time where I wasn't working. Um, you know, you might have had a... Uh, that makes anyone depressed. Any, anybody. But, you know, like, <laughs> things that come from that. So, like, financial, you know... Difficulty. Difficulties and stuff like that, um, you know, having a fallout with, you know, a friend or a family member, um, stuff that, you know, it's, it's like what anybody would kind of get upset or frustrated with. But when you're in that kind of state of mind, everything it's just an extreme. Feels, it feels like the end of the world. So it's just little things, or you know, oh, I got a flat battery in my car today. and Nothing can work. Like my life is so shit. You know, blah 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 blah. And Instead of just taking, like, I had a minute of my day that made me unhappy and the yep. rest of it was fine, the yep. entire day was shit. Yeah, and you got to write the rest of the day off and then hope that tomorrow's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you know what? I just, it does boggle my mind that you can continue to get up and deal with it. I know mm-hmm. that there's so many people that don't mm-hmm. or aren't comfortable talking about mm-hmm. it. Have you found that talking about your mental health issues you've had people say you know what I've got mental health
1: issues too oh Oh. my god it's like you talk to one person and 20 people come and talk to you about it you know like it's I think if you I think as well like I am so comfortable with it because I am on the other side of it like I have come out of that and I have like defeated that you know I still manage it it's never going to go away, but I have come out of the worst times of my life, and I think that's so much easier to talk about when you can look back and, and be proud on it. Um, you know, you look at it as an achievement almost. Like you know, how how good is that to be able to come out on top of? And if you talk to it, talk to somebody like like that in that kind of sense, I think they're more likely to come and open up to you because they kind of see light at the end of the tunnel talking to somebody that has come through this. How did you find dealing with your mum when she got sick? How was
0: that as a time in your life? Because I know that
1: she went, you went to America. Yep, yep, yep. So mum had a really, really rare ca- uh, cancer. Um, when you were? I was 18. My little younger sister was 15. So we were little little pups, little wee pups. And we, um, yeah, we had to go get treatment in America because it wasn't available in Australia yet. Um You know, had to go get emergency surgery in Germany because, you know. Wasn't available here. Wasn't available here, yada, yada. Um, And it was a big time for us because it wasn't about us. It was about mum. And it was hard to not to have, you know, a psychologist to go and make an appointment to. You know, we are over there for, I don't know, maybe five months, no more than that. But it was a long time to to go without To be away from, you know, your safe place and your... Your little sanctuary, your haven, you know. But it was something off of the mind that something was more important than you at that time. Absolutely, and it, it did put things into perspective, you know. if You know, it kind of made my life seem not so bad. Yeah. You know, like here here was my mum not knowing if we were going to bring her home or not. You know, we'd pretty much kind of said our goodbyes in a way. Uh, and you think, oh, geez, is what I'm worrying about even worth it? Like that's just... Yeah, I I could be. I could be with so much worse.
0: It could be so much worse. Mm. And do you think that that sort of put into perspective, in a way? sometimes the insignificant things that people with depression or anxiety sometimes dwell on? Mm, Absolutely. Has it made it easier to cope on an ongoing
1: basis or is it just that moment in your life and you've sort of put that beside you? No, I mean, we do try not to to bring it up and dwell on it because it was a hard time and it was a hard time for my my family. My parents separated after it, you know, that was such a hard time. But you always got to think, you know, you got through that and that's all just strength building. All of these little things are just strength building for you to be able to tackle the next situation. So
0: over the 10 years that you've been battling with this diagnosis, have they, have the healthcare professionals that you've been dealing with given you any other ways
1: of dealing with it other than medication? Um, You know, it's just things like Finding what you enjoy, finding little hobbies, little t- little things. It doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to go and climb a mountain. It's little things to get you through your day. You know, I like- can't imagine you climbing a mountain. <laughs> Please, <laughs> that makes me puff just thinking about yeah, it. No. <laughs> um, you know, little things. Like, you know, for example, you know, I you know, when I was being homeschooled, you know, like I wouldn't go out. You know, I wouldn't leave the house. You lived in a remote country Isn't town. is that that I imagine that that's what homeschooling's like? Like
0: <laughs> you're just a country gal in a country uh, land. Pretty much. That's anyway. why I'm a freak. Yeah. So I was
1: homeschooled. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, you know, you did your lessons for the day and then, okay, let's get up. Let's get showered. I'll, I'll put my makeup on. I enjoyed doing my makeup. Even though I was going, I had nowhere to be but I enjoyed making myself feel nice by putting makeup on. You know, little things like that is what they kind of encourage you to do to, you know, it's just slow little things. You can't just achieve all of this at in a week. You know, Rome wasn't built in a bloody day. No. You've got to do little things like that to, to slowly build yourself up, you know. So it was things like that. You know, it's it's a handful of things. It's, you know, seeing your doctor medication if you choose to go on it, um, the little activities or um, things that your psychologist or counsellor, psychiatrist gets you to do. I know that
0: a lot of people um, don't choose to medicate, mm-hmm. which is their decision and Absolutely. their health care, whatever. I know that a lot of people change diets physical activity, that sort of thing. Did you onboard any of that with your plan? Um, Oh,
1: look, every doctor and every health professional I've ever spoken to says, you should do exercise, like, it's so good for you. And here I am thinking, like, have we met? Like, that's just not my thing, not my thing. So I did try, you know, I would always try and do walking or just something little, I'd get into Pilates and it does help. I just don't enjoy it doing it and i have discussed multiple
0: times on this that it's all well and good for people to tell you that things are good for them Mm -hmm. and this is not as far as depression and anxiety and i'm by no means a doctor but if something doesn't warm your soul or satisfy you why are you doing it if it's not for you if it's not making you happy and it's for society Mm -hmm. i mean if it's a part of your healthcare plan and you genuinely need to do it do it. But if it's not, I'm talking about the average person just now. Just the average Joe. The average Joe, the average Kyara that just, you know, people are like, oh, you should exercise. I'm like, yeah, I should, but I don't fucking yeah, want to. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> but I don't want to and, and it doesn't make me happy. That's your choice.
1: And I'm the same. And, you know, I know people who just get so into it and I'll be like, God, I, I actually wish I had that motivation, but my motivation goes into other things. Yeah. So when
0: you got pregnant with Riley, yes, how did that go with your mental health? Was or that a,
1: life was the best it had ever been. Honestly, like, just I think it was more the hormones that, you know, just make your, you know, your body's carrying a baby. Like, you, you have to be the, you're the vessel that carries it. It needs to be in full, you know, full I swing. remember
0: you telling me that you didn't
1: even know you were pregnant for ages. I didn't. I didn't. It took me a few, few couple of weeks <laughs> to get. How many weeks? I was 19 weeks pregnant <laughs> when I found out. A um, couple of weeks. <laughs> Just a couple of times nine. Um, but, yeah, it was it it was such a shock. And like, like I said before, like, God, I'm so glad it happened because I think it needed to be a surprise for me to ever have kids. And now I know what it's like to have kids. So I'm so grateful that I was able to, to you know, I say this now at the time, it would have been a different story, but I'm so grateful that I was able to to fall pregnant because I know girls that, that can't and it's just such a good experience it's you know being a mum like and I know you you don't have no interest in having kids but I was the same yeah and, and until get, yeah. And, and until you you have them you go oh yeah this is what they talk about this is what they talk about this yeah, is what life's about and I, I know that. And, and I was yeah but you know I was the same I'm like oh I'm so glad that this it took this to change my mind it was drastic but it's changed now (laughs) oh yeah mate she's totally different (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so that um it was really good you know like I had a bit of acne that completely cleared up my hair grew bloody meters long you know I felt good like I had a purpose now like my purpose was to live for this baby to brew a baby to brew a baby and to make a good life for my son and I and you know that what what more purpose do you need than that? And what about when he came along? Did anything change? Was there?
0: Because I know mums that don't have mental health issues initially <laughs> that have a baby and get postnatal.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's, it's and I such, understand. Oh, so do I. And it's just such a lifestyle change. I think we are so used to doing stuff for ourselves, um, you know, when we want, where we want. You know, you want to go somewhere and drop it of a hat, get in the car and go kids fuck that up it's just they just fuck it up you know that you you can't it's just no it's a no from them you know so when you want to go somewhere no they shit themselves awesome there's that's like, that's a you story that's just yeah that's just when i get there he shits himself <laughs> 4 years old Oh, we shouldn't um, laugh about it because there
0: are so many people out there that are desperate to have children, mm-hmm. and we shouldn't complain about it. But no,
1: it, but, do you but know, you've got to be real about it. You too. You've got to be real. It is so tiring, and I think because I was so caught up in in the mum thing, you know, you're learning to breastfeed, you're learning this child's routine, you're learning just this new lifestyle. This baby is just coming to your life, and it's so different that. You don't even think about yourself, which is was kind of a good thing for me. It was me. a blessing for me. It you. was such a blessing for me. And, you know, my whole family knows, you know, like, he's just saved you, you know. He's just been so good for you. Um, don't tell him that, but <laughs> he'll play me. <laughs> he'll know it. He'll use it against me. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: I mean... For me, I'm one of those people that has never really understood Mm -hmm. mental health Mm -hmm. and – I still don't, and we're friends, and I'm always like, Marissa, pull your fucking shit. Yes, because you're about to call me Melissa, so. (laughs) That was a list. Thank you very much. Anyway, but, you know, I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand not wanting to leave the house, and I don't understand that some days you're just really tired. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you have people around you that don't understand that you sleep more than some people do.
1: Yes, that's just a hobby of mine, side (laughs) note. (laughs) But it's not. It's not. You know, I mean... I think that's fine if you don't understand, but just understand that you don't understand. I think that's what a mistake people kind of make, you know, if you're like, oh, why are you so depressed, blah, blah, and They say, you don't understand. Don't take it out on the person that's depressed. Just say, okay, look, I don't understand, um... I probably won't ever understand unless I go through it myself or see someone close to me go through it. What can I do? Uh, let me know if I can help, you know, know that I care. Um, and take, take for real that this person telling you is done well is genuine, yeah. What's the worst thing mm. that someone can say? Don't to- worry. Don't worry. <laughs> you didn't even let me fucking finish my sentence. <laughs> but just don't worry about it. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Yes, I will be fine, but, sh- you know. You don't have no idea how many bridges I have to cross oh, before Jesus, I'm Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Lord, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> is there another one that's a favourite? Um, 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 um. Oh, you've got nothing to worry about. Like, you've got. Life's easy. Life's easy, you know. So what life's about, blah, 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 which is good when it comes from somebody that has experience, but when you've got, like, a young someone that's got no bloody idea you're like oh hun. but yeah. it is
0: isn't it like mm. looking back on 2020 you had nothing to worry about when no. you were a kid in comparison to now it's your coping mechanisms mm-hmm. your chemical balance is all oh. back you know in more reasonable check all of that sort of stuff and it's easy to look back in hindsight and say what was I worrying about mm-hmm. but you know you don't
1: know that until you get here do you no and, and you, you got to get here you got to get here that uh- and how many people don't a lot of people don't. I was um reading on the Beyond Blue website today and the statistics that they put out I can't recall them off the top of my head but it made me think that's like that's that's too many. Like that's I mean one's too many but you know to lose people through this You know, you can call it a disease, I guess. You know, it's like diabetes or something. It's just something you have to live with. Uh, Yeah, uh, diabetes. (laughs) Something you just have to live with and manage and prevent. And, you know, it's something like that that you have to live with. So it is sad to, and it does break my heart when you hear things like someone took their own life because you think, God, what could I have done? Or you know god imagine if i put my family through that or you know like it's it's hard to hear it is really hard to hear and i remember uh, even from primary school you
0: know we had somebody um somebody's family member commit suicide in primary school and having as a child to understand what it's like to lose them and i remember feelings of anger mm-hmm. um selfishness on their part Mm -hmm. um and all of these things which nobody talks about and that's what we're here to do is talk Mm -hmm. about all of these things and make them able to be spoken of so that if you see marissa down the street you can go Hey, Marissa, I heard you on Kayara's podcast and mm-hmm. I just want to let you know, like, I've got a family member with mental health issues and I'm so glad that you're talking about mm-hmm. it. That's what this is about. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, I'm not the right person to talk to because I've got zero empathy. You emotionless bitch, you I are. I am. Maybe that's what protects <laughs> me from anxiety and depression. Maybe. Maybe it's a gene. No, we should just all be like Kayara. I doubt that. That's a harsh world. Yeah. You know? And that's why... Oh, this that thing.
1: is harsh but with a capital Mariam H. and
0: I discussed this. That's why the world has to be like this. It's so that there's people like you you and there's people like me that equal each other out mm-hmm. the world can't be full of people that like me it wouldn't work and it can't be full of people like
1: you no it be would be sleeping all day oh <laughs> what is wrong with that <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that in my book <laughs> <laughs> you people you people you people. sleep all day
0: no but um i i remember these feelings and i my mum used to work in an organisation that had like a mental health um, elbow to it, you mm-hmm, know, a, mm-hmm. an offshore department, to a, department yeah. whatever. And I remember asking one of the people there, I was like, why do people commit suicide? And I never understood, like, even now I don't understand because I love life and I love the way that, you know, it goes and whatever, and I can't imagine because all I think about is the people that it affects and and I guess that's because I don't have mental health issues or depression. I also think that the word anxiety is thrown around a lot. Oh,
1: God, you know, yeah. And it's only
0: since I've met you who genuinely has, like, Mm -hmm. anxiety that has to be legitimately medicated Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I understand that the word gets thrown around and sometimes is it an offensive thing when people are like, it gives
1: me Anxiety. Like, yeah. Um. I mean, I know my situation. I know me. I know my anxiety. I know what it. You know when it's coming on or whatnot. But I mean, I think I just kind of think you know. Oh, I wish they actually knew what anxiety was because you would not be using that word. You know, I think it definitely can offend some some people. <laughs> I'm not personally offended. Um. But I think there's also a difference between
0: feeling anxious Mm -hmm. and anxiety. Oh. Because I don't, I actually think that sometimes I feel nervous, but I wouldn't put that in the same
1: category as anxious. No, no. Nervousness, I mean, you might get nervous to go to a job interview or to meet somebody new or...
0: On the po- like on the start blocks in a swimming race. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because we all do that.
0: But that's an adrenaline build up. You know what I mean? That's supposed to happen. It's a part of our firefight. It it's a part of it's our a makeup. And
1: nervousness is is a good it is a good can be a good yeah. feeling. Whereas anxiousness is constant worry. Like mm-hmm. constant worry, constant you know, nervousness that is just that step debilitating. Over. It's just debilitating. Um yeah
0: it's what does it's a fine line what does anxiety stop people from doing what in your personal situation mm-hmm. has anxiety ever stopped you from doing um
1: in the early days be- early yeah I think going to school I mean yeah that's a big one the basics it stopped me from doing and I think that's when I realized something was wrong because my everyday things it was not allowing me to do you know, like I would want to just, like you said, sleep all the time. You know, it was, life was better when you were asleep. I mean, life <laughs> is you, better when you're asleep. Oh, I mean, we in, just give in some, general. Give that some credit. I'm not going to lie, I did have a little naparoo this afternoon. <laughs> um, but I did I did find it hard to do just your everyday things. Get up at a certain time, keep a routine where you, you have breakfast, have a coffee, have a shower. Um, you know, go, go to, put yourself out there. If you need to go get a job, it's hard to rake up the courage and just, you know, give that anxiety a back end and just go for it. It's hard to do that, those those little things. So I think, yeah, like things like going to school, meeting new people, um, I was just so not into it because of anxiety. Mm. Did your anxiety
0: or depression lead to any other sort of uh, health conditions? Um,
1: because I know that it can lead towards, like, anorexia, bulimia, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Did you have any of that? I had none of that, no. I've always been... I mean, like, I I used to get asked that a lot, you know, like, I was just a naturally thin girl, you know, and especially being on the scene in modelling. In modelling, yeah, that's uh, why I asked. Yeah, and doctors always kind of seem to ask that question just because I think, I mean, it's it's their job. Um, But I've never had any worries with food, you know, like... I went through a stage where I didn't like eating red meat and I was a bit anemic, but that's just... It's a phase. It was my... Yeah, it was a phase, Mom. You know, it was just like my taste at the time and I've never had anything to kind of go hand in hand with that, um, thankfully, because I know, you know, people can lead down that path, lead down to drugs, you know, alcohol, gambling or whatever, but I think I was lucky enough just to have the one. (laughs) (laughs) lucky enough to just have
0: depression and anxiety so you never acted out like you never had you know a
1: weekend binge getting like off your face and just no I didn't drink until I was probably 19 yeah so you know drinking I just I wasn't into it I and it's not good on meds it's not and I think that's you know I just wanted to protect myself from that yeah not that I knew that I'd become a, a you know bloody alcohol from it. I mean, everyone enjoys a drink, but I just chose to not have an interest in it, and that was fine until I had my first drink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're still not a huge drinker.
1: No, no. Is that something that you have to be careful with now? It, of course, and it depends on the kind of medication you are on and your situation. I mean, I know, I mean, you know, I'm a bit of a lightweight, um, but I don't... You know, if you have a hangover, you know, alcohol is a depressant. you got yes. to keep in mind. And if you're on antidepressants and you're putting a depressant in there, I mean. It's going to plateau. It's going to, like, what do you want to happen from that? So I don't, now at the moment I don't really worry too much about it. But when I was younger, yeah, if I had a drink and I felt a bit down, maybe that a few days later I'd be like oh it's because I had a weekend out
0: when you were obviously you left school but Mm -hmm. I found that some of like my hardest days were caused by other women and at the time they were girls Mm -hmm. and we were kids Mm -hmm. but other women making life hard yeah I mean like girls can be
1: fucking bitches oh can't we yeah we can we We still are here we are talking in a room You know, closed doors. Everybody's listening. Everyone's listening. But, you know, yeah, I mean, like I experienced a bit of, a little bit of bullying back in school. But um, I think, you know, you're so young. You're so young to, you know, when you're that young, you don't really know how to take on those things that people are saying. Yeah, but
0: how at that age do we know how to give it? That's what I don't, I don't understand. know. Like, I don't if know. we don't know how to take it, how can we give it? And how did I? Because, like, we were fucking ruthless. Mm-hmm. I was probably, if we were in school
1: together, I probably would have bullied you. I, You would have been the girl I would have dreaded seeing. And I love that we're friends now. <laughs> Do you? Sometimes. <laughs> makes, makes one of us.
0: <laughs> Harsh, that's on the record. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I love that as adults we can put the complete different people that we are aside because we're adults. But as kids... We, we begin so inclusive. You know, mm-hmm. babies don't care about colour, religion, race, no. gender. And
1: fucking... here we are, we give a shit about all those things. You yeah, know. but it's... we get
0: along because we
1: can have better coping mechanisms as adults. It's definitely. And I think you appreciate things that aren't, you know, colour and, you know, religion and blah, blah. You enjoy the time you spend with those people and if they make you laugh and their views on things. And, you know, I mean, that's what I like about you. You well, know, like my views on things sometimes. <laughs> my very harsh views. But and it's I- good because it's good to have people like that because sometimes you just need to hear it harsh.
0: Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. I'm really looking forward to because on next week's episode, yes. i am um got my friend Jess, the chiropractor coming Yes, on. love Jess. Yes, and Jess is my harsh.
1: Really? So
0: I give it left, right and centre, as you're aware. Like if you want to hear the truth. I
1: don't ask you unless I
0: am prepared to cry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But they hear the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And all of my friends are the same. I get the calls when somebody needs a realistic hit down and I appreciate that. But Jess is the person because we haven't been friends for all that long. She hasn't got all my baggage, blah, blah, blah. She won't buy into my shit. So I'm really looking forward to next week's episode for you guys hearing her hitting me with my harsh eyes. I am going to put that episode on repeat because (laughs) that'll be good to hear. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to it. But while we're here, like every person that comes in, you would have heard in season one um, what really grinds my gears, that episode about all of the things. And you forgot
1: to mention um, Unbrushed Curls. I've added it. Oh, have you? Yeah. Thank you. It just, yeah, it was just something that, yeah. It's horrific. Oh, God, like girls. I know. Girls. I um I was sitting at the hairdresser shit. I was sitting at the
0: hairdressers the other day getting a toner because blonde's higher maintenance mm. than fucking anything. Anyway. Um and they were curling like this girl's hair and I was sitting there watching it from the base and going, ew ew, 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 ew. And then they got out, you know, the big wide-tooth comb yeah. and just brushed it out and I was
1: like, oh. It is so satisfying. Oh, oh it's so hell. satisfying. Yeah. So, anyway, sidetracked. track As per
0: usual on this podcast. <laughs> I'm actually sidetracking from that. Yes. One of my friends messaged me after listening to episode one and was, was like. it me? No. Okay. And uh, you were positive. Girl, it was so amazing. She was like, oh, look, your podcast was really good. You just really veered off topic a lot. Well, Fuck off. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, off, <laughs> bitch. But I was like, yeah, I know. It's just two girls chatting. Isn't that what we do every time we veer? Like, that's how conversations go. It's anyway, just how it goes. So three things that really grind your gears. Yes. What are three things that really annoy you and one of them can't be unbrushed curls because you've already said that. Man, <sighs> yeah, that should be
1: on everybody's list, though. No, lots of people don't brush their cows. Well, gal, it's brushy to brush your cows. <laughs> you heard it here. Uh, three things. Jesus. I feel like there's so many. They can be
0: pointless too.
1: Yeah, most of them probably are. Um, I hate, I hate, I hate unloyal people. Good one. I really hate unloyal or people that wouldn't do for me what I would do for them. That grinds my gears, especially if you've given what you've got to give and you get nothing back, even like the littlest thing. That grinds my gears. Um, Second one. Sheet, you put me on the spot. Yeah. I legitimately put it in our notes. Did you? Yeah, did you just ignore that? Probably. That's okay. Um,
0: while you're thinking about the other two things that really grind your gears, yeah.
1: think about that because I'm yeah. going to talk. Oh, I'm uh, dirt on my feet. Like I always walk around with socks on my feet because... You do always walk around with noticed? socks? Have you noticed? Yeah. Or I've just bought these little slippers from Target too. They're like four bucks and pink. Um, just a plug out there for Target. Attache. Target. To Target. Um, country. Yeah. Poodles. And I, I just I don't know if it's just like a sensory thing. You don't or... like camping either, do you? Look, if my partner's listening, I love camping, honey. I I can't wait for next time. But the dirt on the feet. The dirt on the feet. No, camping. Like I just wish I bought boots last time, but it was too hot. So I hate dirt on my feet. Um, and like I don't know. It's just like I have no, to I sit hate... down and brush it properly, brush it off. I just can't. Oh, I don't do it. like.
0: And you would have listened to this, but I don't like sand. In yeah, any right. Like, you don't know, get in all your cracks and nooks and crannies, etc. And in your crack, yes. In your, in your crack. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you go to wipe your bum or something and you're sandpapering. It happens. Uh, so I feel you on Does the it? sand
1: thing. But I love walking around home with no shoes on and I don't I, have, I would like, too, but your house is spotless and you don't have a kid where you're, like, who's crushing up biscuits and, like, leaving them everywhere. What's
0: with that? So every mum car... <laughs> I work at a car dealership. I think I've discussed this. And every trade-in that we get... That is a mum bus, sultanas.
1: Oh, my mum bus is full of sultanas. <laughs> because, well, you give it to them because they're cheap. Like when you buy like, that little In the little, little boxes. fucking boxes. In the little boxes with the koala on it. Like they're cheap, like, I think, if you get the colours ones I get. Um, and they're like a sweet, so it's just an easy. and if, It's a they, snack. They, it's a snack, and it's not something that you have to. they like, throughout the mum bus. Like they're spread
0: from asshole to like next day i know but just it's kids get used to it i mean i don't know if that's the worst thing Uh, i'm really excited because one of my best friends is pregnant yes and i can finally say that because you know she's past the what we i'm I'm putting fucking air quotes up here safe period yeah we discussed this with tess there isn't one but anyway Mm. she's past that she's like 19 weeks or something 20. Don't well, know. at least she found out. I mean. <laughs> look, she's Mar- <laughs> she's now Marissa's day one. It's exciting. So she's pregnant and she sent me a photo and Ooh. she's starting to look like a little bit pregnant. A little pregnant. And she said, look, am I cute enough yet to like look pregnant? I was like, given another couple of weeks, still looking a bit like bloody. Bit, yeah, just a bit. Been to, yeah. you
1: know, make but I said lunch. to her, I'm like, prepare for Sultana. She's like, no, kids won't need my car. I'm like, you have no idea. Oh, dinner. my God. Do you know, there's so many things that I, I was like, because I just, I, I don't like bright colors that's probably another thing that grinds my gears like things that are bright colors like I'm looking around this room it's got like red lights and it's like <sighs> Is it making you anxious yeah, I don't know I feel like <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> having a panic attack on air <laughs> um I don't like colors like even when Riley was like still in my tummy and you're you know you go on your Pinterest and you're like oh yes his his room's gonna have this and that I wanted white everything I'm a white person. You are, you have like Inside a white and out, out. White things, yes. white everything. Yes. Um, but I I was like, nah, like, you know, like even just like those toys that people get for you from Big W, I was like, nah. He's only gonna have like neutral coloured toys. He's gonna have wooden toys. He's gonna have wooden toys, you know, it's all gonna be monochrome. And it's all wrong, everything you knew. Yeah. And I mean, my house, oh, every corner where he's got his little toy stash is every colour of this fucking rainbow. <laughs> and it just you don't you think like oh yeah no yeah kids won't eat in my car um sorry honey <laughs> you were
0: so wrong <laughs> you were so wrong you were so wrong i'm so looking forward to it because i know that she'll be listening to this because she's one of my like top fans yeah, and i right. appreciate
1: that like i love oh, that so my, you got me and her that's good pretty that's much, a good yeah. start yeah. that's a good start
0: and i love that every week like you know you guys message me and go oh, i heard on the podcast yeah. and i live for it like i love it and i love that you guys are so enthusiastic about into it. it into it into it because we've had these conversations like a gazillion times before but now it's live mm-hmm. and now anybody can listen mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. so speaking about that you've got one last thing that you hate is there anything else that you really don't like yeah that was colors one more thing
1: oh four yep oh people are asking me nagging questions <laughs> <laughs> Uh my son playing with my hair Yes, will be number one. Let's put that to number. You've seen it. You've experienced. I just can't. And my mum makes it worse because she's like, will come down. She lives in Adelaide. She's three hours from us. She comes down, and he goes, and it's like a comfort thing for him. Just it's plays, weird. plays, and oh, don't tell me that I bloody know. I'm trying to stop it. And she comes down. I mean, and not very hard. She's come. <laughs> she comes down, and she's like, oh. I'm you play with nanny's hair, she, nanny loves it when you play with her hair. I'm like, mum, it's taken me this long to try and stop him. Does that him. annoy you when grandparents overstep the boundaries that you've uh, set? Oh, I told her the other day, like, go to great-grandpa's, don't let him have any more than three biscuits because, you know, we all go to grandpa's house, he brings out the biggie tin. Like, isn't that everyone's grandpa? Yeah, my grandpa's are dead. anyway. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Continue. Um, and... I was like, yeah, don't let him have any more than three biscuits. Like, it's me that's going to be, you know, having to deal with the... Hypo kid. Hypo kid and the stinky shits for, like, the next two days and come back and he's had three pieces of fucking cake. And he shits on you. Yeah. Well, (laughs) in other ways. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Shit's all
0: over me. But seriously, like, I see it all the time where grandparents are like, oh, if your mum says no, come ask your grandma.
1: And it, it is. It's cute. Like, that is, yeah. I mean, my mum is such a good nanny and I so love being able for her to experience that and me being able to give that experience to but her. But just remember what it was like when I was a kid. But, mum. yeah, you come know, on. just because you got to hand them back, like, and don't say, oh, this is what you were like. Now you know what it's like. no. No, mum. <laughs> Shut up, mum. Fuck off. Mom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my mum said to me, she's like, Clara, I'm too young to be a grandma. I'm like, mum, you're getting old, hun. Good, because it's not happening anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I know, I know. We talk about this all the time. Everyone's like, oh, I'm sick of hearing, Clara, about not knowing if she wants to have kids. And my mum's probably okay with that. She's yep. like, how's Lenny? Like our dog. How's my
1: baby going? Oh, Lenny. If I could actually, now you're bringing it out, if I could add another thing on, and I say it to you all the time, is when people compare their dogs to kids. No, my dog's my kid.
0: Not it's the same. Not, my dog doesn't shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> it goes outsides and shits. Yeah. <laughs> and like, well, nobody's watching. I don't have to clean anything up. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But you Still understand. Still not a mum. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I 100% agree. But Lenny is my baby. And um, it scares me to think that one day he'll die because dogs don't live as long as humans and it's not fair pool. Too
1: deep? Oh, no, I just, it's a, it's it's a, a dog, dog. <laughs> says Marissa, the <laughs> fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: well, Marissa, I think we have chatted for long enough. I think everybody's probably sick of hearing us talk. I'm sick of hearing you. Is there you. anything
1: else that we need to touch on? Um, I don't know. I think just as long as people know uh, that mental health is an issue to be going to a doctor about. I think that's really important. I think the best thing you need to do is to go to a doctor because that's the first step where they can give you professional advice, professional guidance. Or a point in the direction of where maybe you need to go. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I I just think, you know, if you ever needed help, you just need to call one of those hotline numbers, um, they are really good. I have used them before, um, and they do everything they can to try and calm you down if you're having panic attacks or if you're having having bad thoughts. Um, it doesn't have to be extreme. It can be a minor thing if you have nobody around. Isn't that amazing? I love that you've called them, so you have
0: like first hand experience to tell people that they do help. Yeah, they do. They do. Um,
1: and I mean, they are trained. Yeah, they they know. Unlike me, that's like, mercy, you need to calm down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, don't don't worry. worry, it's all going to be fine. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're really, really good on the other end. Um, you know, yeah, back in the day I would have called, oh, I don't know, they know me. <laughs> Marissa, how are you going, gal? Oh, it's been a shit week, you know. <laughs> same old, same. But they are really good and, you know, they and it's are. A, it's a person that you don't know, that you don't have to worry about, worrying about. Them, them worrying about you, you. Yeah, yeah yeah it's not a friend or a family member that's got to tell someone that no you, yeah and you're never going to see them again but you know they they talk you through it they talk you through things they you know really just try and get you to a level-headed place where you can feel safe and then go to a doctor from from then you know if things got worse I know they can call ambulances for you um, if things got extreme or got to that point hopefully it doesn't um, but they're there, it's there, it's there, and I it's think- an awesome service. So, and um, also, I do want to say um, Beyond Blue's website is I did write it down, I think it's www.beyondblue.org. Google Beyond Blue. Dot Something just Google Beyond Blue, um, even types whole word dr- Anyway, we're just it's it. professional. I thought we were like, you know, yeah, I just is. say the whole thing. <laughs> um, but they have, I went on there before just to like, you know, have a check and run over. Some stats and stuff. Some stats, yeah, and um, it's an awesome website. Like they actually have an app where you can download and have uh, like a prevention plan Um, where you – it's like questionnaires where you fill out – I think it's for free too. How amazing. How good would that have been when you were 16? Jeez, back in my day. Having um, an app. Having an app. What is this? Having an app. What is this? (laughs) (laughs) App. But, you know, like um, they have like prevention plans. Um, Like It is honestly just a world of information on that website. It's, you know, where you can find your closest doctor, psychologist, psychiatrist, um, what to do if you're a friend or a family member that's not the one going through. How to cope. Yep. Yep. Uh, Even if you have had, unfortunately, somebody pass, um, how to cope after that crisis as well. Um, It's really good. It's quite an interactive website where you can really, you can sit down and, and and like you said, just have a plan flip through and just have a plan. Um, you know, I mean, it's not as good as going to a doctor. I'd always suggest to go to a doctor first. Well, it's but a good step. It's I think a good as step. Well for people that maybe aren't ready to do that. Yeah, definitely. And and I mean, no one's ever really ready to do it. You know, no one's ever ready. But yeah, you, you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a step it's a In positive the right direction. direction it is
0: it is absolutely and thank you so much for coming on I know that sometimes talking about these things um can be really hard so I do appreciate it so much no, and I think that everybody listening you. you know if you are one of these people um you can find Marissa on all of the social media platforms or on her website www.houseofbambi.com.au yes I'm sure that Marissa would be more than happy to field any sort of messages. Absolutely. If you need someone to talk to, you can know that she's here. Um so everybody listening, thank you so much. And until next time, you keep doing new Huns. Thanks, Marissa. See you later, girls.